We are back, dude. Episode 21 of the podcast. Your boy, it was sick again, dude. So, ah, dude, I've been sick for a month. And, you know, I typically try to use like over the counter medicine to, uh, to get past all this stuff because you're, you know, because I lost insurance from one job to another. Woohoo! And so now, you know, I was like, uh, I was trying to use over the counter pres- uh, prescription, not prescription, but over the counter drugs to like combat that. But Alka Seltzer Plus can only do so much. You know what I mean? Dayquil and Nyquil Plus or like whatever. Every, you know, it's fucking lazy that people just add plus to like their company name, like because it does more, you know? Once, once you put like Alka Seltzer, like extravagant or fucking or i don't know another word for like we do more or just fucking put like it does more on the box just plus is so lazy to me you know and so uh finally went to the doctor and uh got a shot got two shots actually uh in my ass which is good because it's um i guess it's fat it helps you know (laughs) <laughs> feel better faster and then I got some antibiotics and now I'm on the way feeling better but dude I couldn't imagine not going to the doctor still feeling like this like even worse I'm feeling better but it's still like it's still kind of a drag but imagine just like not, not having that medicine like at our disposal ready to go you know and that's why I would not want to live in apocalyptic times. I've said this before. Fuck that shit, dude. I like life now. I like how it is run smoothly. I will not. I mean, I'm not going to be one of those guys, one of those cowards who like ends his life, you know, while it's getting tough. No, I'll, I'll fucking I'll try to tough it out. But, you know, if I go due to like normal circumstances, you know, it's fine, whatever. Um, because having medicine at a place where you can just go get medicine is awesome, you know? And, uh, yeah, dude, I'm still, I'm, I've been sick for a month and I thought I was getting better. (coughs) There's gonna be a lot of coffee and I'm sorry, but there's gonna be a lot of coffee on the pod. I thought I was getting better at one point. I was like on the uptick. I was like, yes. And then my throat started getting sore and, yeah, it was just, it was horrible, so for a fucking month, man, like, since the second week of October till now, I've just been, like, in a head cold constant, and it fucking sucks, but, you know, fortunately now with the antibiotics, I'm getting through it, and I get past it, I want to go back to feeling normal, I guess, in my head, as much as I can be, right, but, um... So, dude, I fucking, I saw this, (laughs) I saw this article where certain Democratic parties, but I mean, look, there's really two, right? They wanted Dwayne The Rock Johnson to run for their, to run for their party. And I mean, look, dude, life imitates art, art imitates life, whatever that saying is. If you if you joke around enough <coughs> about something, it might actually happen. Thus, proving that the Simpsons um, the Simpsons don't predict the future; they just are silly enough to to have stuff coincidentally happen, right? So, the guy who does who made this movie, right? His name is I forgot. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can find it. Look, well, well, before I get into all that, like, they wanted The Rock to run for president, dude. Where are we in this world right now that we need former WWE superstar Dwayne The Rock Johnson to run for president? Look, I got all the respect for this guy, right? He seems like a good dude. He came from nothing, turned himself into something, and it's great, right? He's got the motivation of... I don't know the, the the of what you want in life, right? He's got the ambition, the drive, the, the all that stuff. He's got all great attributes. 
of a person. He seems super respectful. He seems, you know, well-mannered, you know, all the good things, right? I mean, first off, he killed his persona as The Rock. You know what I mean? Like, jabroni, the eyebrow raised. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Like, dude, I mean, the guy killed it in that in that persona. And, uh, you know, back when I thought that these people were acting who they really were, you know, I didn't know it was a, it was a whole thing. Uh, but, dude, there was no way you could ever fucking tell me the rock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the people's elbow <laughs> was going to was going to be asked to run for president one day, dude. There was no way. I thought presidents were like this, I don't even know, this unachievable thing that you could, that, uh, uh, that you, I don't know what you have to do to even become it. I was like, yeah, there's no fucking way. And then you've, you realize like, oh, no, it's kind of like a sham. Like, if you just want to run, you can. <laughs> like, I think that's the thing is like, do you want to run for president? Do you have any political background? No. Fucking sign up, dude. I don't know. Sign ups are right there next to Kanye West and fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson. They're signing up. You guys just fucking put your name in. Who gives a shit right now? And I think this is hilarious, right? Because there was a movie done. I've, I know I've talked about this movie before, I don't know, um, but it's called Idiocracy, right? And the whole concept of idiocracy is that we as people become so dumb. I won't just say Americans. I'm going to say the whole world. We become so dumb, so lazy I, I don't know what the best word for it is but basically like the the scientists the, the the movers and shakers of that keep this world going and producing new ideas and technologies and coming up with medical discoveries all this you know those people they stop reproducing because they're like oh we don't want to bring a child into this world or uh, or this world is so messed up or we're we're going the smart route. We're not having a kid because you know whatever. But meanwhile, all right. Meanwhile, dumb people keep fucking you know because they they ain't never gonna stop. Dumb people keep hitting that smash button, and they reproduce idiots. You know what I mean? After idiot, after idiot, after idiot. Now you think in this movie you're like, oh, that would be fucking horrible. But as it turns out. A lot of us who didn't think we were idiots are idiots <laughs> and have reproduced multiple times, dude. Dude, I've, I've, you know, without going into too much detail, I've seen people who shouldn't have reproduced because they were idiots. And I go, and you had four or possibly five. You know what I mean? Now, shout out to the kids. They might be, you know, they might make themselves out of something and that's great. But their dad or their mom, I'm like, you I had a class with you, dude. You said some shit that you cannot take back that I've heard you say as an actual answer. You know what I mean? Like, how do we breathe air? You know? Like, I've heard one person say that. I was like, okay. All right. You know, where's... (laughs) So, it's all... Meanwhile, I can't fucking breathe any air. I'm fucking dying here from being sick. And so... You know, the the movie itself as a concept sounds kind of crazy. You're like, there's no way this would happen. Look, look at this. This is, this is wild. And then you go, what, the movie was made in 2006. And then you go, let's wait like almost 20 years. And then this shit is pretty much actually happy. And it only took almost 20 years. That's it. You know, like, it's crazy because in that movie... Okay, people are dumb, they're idiots, whatever. They're they're literal idiots. Like they're just brain dead people because a, a lot of things became more convenient. It's almost like that like I watched Wally once and I cuz I kept hearing people reference this Wally movie where people were like anytime something convenient comes out for the human race people go we're going to become like these Wally people. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And uh I uh I, I saw the movie and I go, oh, okay, well, in the future, things just become more convenient for us, for humans. Like, they just they just are. And we become, we become reliant on that and then we just become more lazy. So I get, I guess what they were trying to say is as convenience became more, like, readily available, then we started to, like, try less, I guess. 
<clears throat> and so it's just kind of funny, man. Like, so this movie Idiocracy, right? It shows the president, and this is no joke. Is uh, it's play, he's played by Terry Crews, like an early young Terry Crews, and it's a he plays a pro wrestler that became president. And when I saw this news about <clears throat> these political parties wanting to like have The Rock as their political, you know, to run for them, dude, I go like. Dude, are we that out of options? Does nobody want to run for president that we're asking Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Like, imagine, dude, he gets sworn in and he goes, do you, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I mean, I don't know if it sounds like a marriage. Like, a, <laughs> I don't know what the sworn in thing is. Like, uh, do you promise to uphold something near, or I forgot how it goes. Anyways. He's all, welcome your 47th president, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, if they have to address him as The Rock Johnson, like, that would be, that would be epic. That would be great, dude. I mean, you can't write, I mean, no, I think you literally can write that shit, and they did. I think, man, like, it's just, it just all comes, like, to coincidence, man, or, like, are we that predictable, you know, dude? Oh, it's crazy, dude, that our president could have, could of been a fucking wrestler and he said that uh <clears throat> the only reason he wouldn't is because he wants to spend time with his family and all that stuff which is good that's 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 a great answer that's a great reason even i think he didn't want to do it and he just gave them that answer to like hey don't ask me again you know because i think the guy's a smart guy i believe that he can you know that he's intelligent uh you know like not in the sense of like like he's you know can cure a disease or something but just like you know uh, once he gives the people's elbow he can make an intelligent decision about his life and that's great you know i think you can be all sort of all types of smart and i think he was smart not to take this because it's like look if anything dude i'm gonna i'll say this john stewart seems like a pretty good fucking you know somebody who should run for some sort of presidency uh the guy's smart you know, he's got a lot of, every time I hear him talk, I'm like, that sounds like a good point. And so, um, you know, I think somebody like that would be dope. But, dude, to have a wrestler, like, could you imagine Triple H as your president, dude? Now, see, that, that would be hilarious if, like, okay, say, say The Rock was the persona he played, right? And he ran for president as The Rock. Oh, there's that, there's that clip where, like, uh, <laughs> they use it as a meme with The Rock saying, like, shut up, bitch, you know? <laughs> the meme is perfect because it's, like, once, once uh, what does it say? Like, once I'm done using the GPS, I turn it off, and then it, they cut to The Rock going, shut up, bitch. That'd be so great if, like, he played The Rock as, his, as he ran for president, you know? And he has Triple H as the fucking head of the FBI, you know, uh, he's got, uh, dude love in charge of, uh, foreign relations, you know, you got, <laughs> you have Kane and Undertaker as a dual, uh, dual, uh, what do you call it, CDC and, <laughs> in a cage match, so, yeah, dude, I don't know what, I, I guess we're running out of fucking choices here. Because they wanted The Rock to run for president. But it's cool. That's whatever, honestly. I mean, it would have been sick to, you know... Dude, what if, you know, the whole fear of the New World Order, right? People have this huge fear of the New World Order. They're like, it's going to happen. The government wants to control us. They're taking our guns. They want us to comply. It's all part of the New World Order. But what if it was just a prediction for literally... <laughs> the the NWO from the fucking wrestling federation was like, no, 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 this is what we meant. Eventually, we were gonna have the Rock, and then we wanted the NWO to uh, run the government for us. Not technically a new world government, but just you know the Wolf Pack, the NWO. You know, <laughs> this is ridiculous. When I like, you shouldn't be able to have a president who you could have bought as a toy. You know, it's. It's fucking weird. But, you know, um, I'm pretty sure it will be who, like Trump and what's his name? Joe Biden again? Round two, you know? Nobody wins in this one, but, you know, 
we're not a political podcast though, but because really, I mean, it doesn't matter really who wins. We kind of, we lose either way, I think. I don't know. But, <laughs> dude, how, I, I don't know. I can't get over it. I was like, they asked him, like, in seriousness, dude, like, what are we doing? <laughs> okay, I got to stop, but that's fucking crazy, man. I got to give it to, uh, I guess, like, lately I've been giving it up to SNL, dude. Like, they got a lot of new cast members. They have, uh, they've got, uh, you know, a few good good players. You know, when they had Nate on, Nate Bergazzi, that was a great episode. Um, I apologize, too, for, for me being sick if I'm coughing or, like, if I sound different. It's just, just trying to get past the sickness, man. Um... They had Nate on, what, uh, a week, two weeks ago, and they just recently had Timothy Chalamet. Now, look, I, I don't really get the point in Timothy Chalamet. Like, I don't, he's, he's a young kid. I get it. Um, <coughs> he's dating Kylie Jenner, which is like, that's nice. You know what I mean? That must be nice. Um, imagine, like, being in a relationship where, like, a girl has kids, but because she's so rich, it's like, you can, <laughs> you can, like, date her as if she has no kids you know because they always have help and like people to watch their kids for them so it's like oh yeah we can fly to paris because you know somebody else is watching my kid um so he was on snl and that was cool he he did a pretty good job i think like he did as much you know they 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 pegged him they made him do like the soundcloud rap shit again because that went so like viral when he last hosted with pete that like they they had him do it again. I was like, all right, that's that's cool. Like I guess. Um, <clears throat> and uh, a couple things from that from that show, man. Like number number one, I was stoked. They had Boy Genius on as a musical guest, dude. They're my fucking, they're my shit right now, dude. Um, it's a it's a three. It's a trio. Uh, girl band with like uh phoebe bridgers lucy dacus and julian baker and i gotta say like <clears throat> i've never been a like a real fan of like acoustic slow sort of somber music but man man these fucking they have to me like some of the best lyrics like and some of the best songwriting and so and that's even separately you know but when they come together they put out this album called The Record, which is, I mean, I already know on my fucking Apple Music, like, wrapped. That's going to be, like, the third most listened album I listened to of this year. Uh, it's just it, fucking, it's great songwriting, man. It's great music. And, like, I appreciate all that. <coughs> I mean, because typically I'm, I'm, I'm more of, like, I don't like a lot of different music. I like what I like. I mean, and it sucks because every year, if you look at my, like, my music rap, it's all the same shit, basically, you know, just in rotation. Like, uh, I'll just, I won't listen to Boxcar Racer album for a little bit, but then I'll fall in love with it again on another year. And it just goes that same way. But, you know, this group, they came together. They made a great record. And then they, um, you know, they've been getting, like, recognition, which is great. Um and they just, I don't know, man, like musically, they, they are doing something that I guess I was kind of wanting or missing from, from music lately. Uh, cause typically <coughs> like I'm, I'm a fan of punk, <coughs> pop punk and every kind of variation of punk, whatever it is, you know, you have Ramones punk, mall punk, acid punk, garage punk, pogo punk, skate punk. You have all these different types. And I'm a fan of all because they're in, in relation, they all kind of like share the same ethos. I always wanted to use that word. And so, you know, uh, that's all I really would listen to. And so I've been trying to like, uh, what do you call it? Like just step out of my regular and like listen to some new shit. And I found, first off, I found Phoebe Bridgers and <coughs> I'd heard the name and, but there's like another Phoebe in the music world, I think, or no, no, no. You know what it is? There's a like an actress I think named Phoebe Bridger Waller, and I would get them mixed. I was like, "Who is who?" You know, don't have the the both the same names basically, with one having Waller at the end. And so, uh, 
I found her and like, I don't know, man, it just like, it spoke to me, like the music, it just, it did. And like now I'm a huge fan of hers. And then when she got together with her other two songwriting friends who also have solo careers to create Boy Genius, I, I was fucking, I mean, dude, the, the, the music is good. It's there. Like, I, I feel myself now more more or less running at the, this sort of like this wavelength that they make music for. You know, like punk is so fast and so uh, can be aggressive and energetic. And some days I'm not like that. Other, I mean, yeah, there are days I need that and I... I'd love that, uh, especially like with some ska music or something. I won't be dressed up in a whole, uh, what do you call it, checkerboard suit, but it's like, dude, ska always puts me in a good mood. But so anyways, having them on SNL was fucking, that was cool to see. Like, I was so stoked for them. You know, it must be incredible to like, <clears throat> you know, write music, have a following, get a career, and then be asked to be on SNL. I mean, that's, I mean, either you host it, you're on it, or you get to perform music on it. I mean, either way, it's to be on that stage, to be there in the room is like pretty great, man. And and they always host a lottery every year, uh, SNL. They, I think right when the new season begins at any time, they do lotteries where it's like you can get free tickets at SNL. But I think you... I think you have to pay to get there, like, if meaning if you enter and you live far away, you'd have to get your way over there. But, I mean, I, I, I always, like, apply, or I always, whatever you call it, like, uh, I always enter for a chance to win, because that'd be dope. I mean, like, that would be worth doing, like, going to New York to see a fucking SNL, to be there live at SNL is, like, I mean, that's one of, that would be a, one of the greatest comedy moments of my life, like to see like a stage that I've watched for years, dude. I mean, like where I've gotten most of my, you know, comedic like influence from, from all these players on, on SNL. Like, I mean, just to really be in the room that that'd be incredible. And these people get to play on the stage. So it's great. There was a second thing. Okay. Look, there's, I, I've talked about these guys before and they're fucking great. And they got a little movie coming out on Peacock. Um, but it's the it's that sketch group, please don't destroy, and and so Lauren brought them on, and they do they make great sketches. All right, they've some of the funniest fucking things. Like it's it's not so much like Tim Robinson weird, where it's like I think you should leave, where it's kind of like it's just so sometimes like beyond weird and cringy that like you know it's funny that way, but. uh these guys make it, like, just enough weird for you to, like, understand it, I guess, or get behind it, whatever. So they had this sketch, right? It was Timothy Chalamet. He supposed to, uh, the whole idea of the sketch was, like, uh, these guys walk upon Timothy Chalamet, who's <clears throat> who's a playing a business guy who wants to kill himself, right? He's on the ledge of a building. And they're like, no, 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 like, don't kill yourself. Don't do that. And, uh... They're like, hey, like, I mean, like, is you know, is there anything we could do? And the guy's like, yeah, you could listen to my music, and, it, and it's this horrible music. It's like this really offbeat funk, and like I don't know. It's just, it's just bad. The whole premise is, the guy has bad music, and really, they're just like, oh, I don't know, like hey, this guy should kill himself. So at one point, they ask him, what's the name of your band? And uh, Timothy Chalamet goes like, oh, it's Hamas, H A M A S, right? And one of the guys goes, Hamas, you know, he's all, I'm not going to repost a song from a band called Hamas. Like, and it's, it's funny because it's like, the thing is like his, Timothy Chalamet's character in this sketch is so clueless. He didn't think that like, uh, naming the band that I wanted to make a joke in the comment section and be like, oh, it sounds like Primus. It'd be perfect because, <laughs> Uh, whatever this guy uh, is playing this like offbeat function primus is just like that it's like this new agey it's like the the red hot chili peppers had like flea on like meth or something because the, the bass is crazy so anyways <clears throat> um i laughed at the joke i thought it was hilarious because it's like there was another kind of uh Oh man, uh, there was another joke I heard somewhere where somebody was basically like, well, what's the name of your group and, or what's the name of your organization? And they were like, it's something, something, something like a four letter thing, but it ended up spelling out ISIS. Right. And so like, and that was funny then too, but 
I go in the comment section to be like, damn, you know, what, what, what do people think about the sketch or whatever? And all I see for like, I'm, I'm throwing the finger up, dude, of just swiping to see what people thought. And it goes like, everybody's like, how could you say this? This joke is tacky. Like, it's too soon. There's a, there's literally a genocide going on. Now, look, dude, for the sake of the fucker, I have no idea what the fuck is going on over there. I have no idea on the history. I am the last guy you want to ever hear talk talk about that situation because I know zero, no, I don't know anything, right? Like, I don't, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about it. I was like, look, typically there is like a villain and, a, and somebody to root for, but it kind of seems like people are torn on who the villain and who the hero is. So it's a it's a big mix for me. But anyways, like people were commenting this and I was like, dude, like it's not that serious. Like there like it was a small joke that people are inflating to be like they meant hurtful things by it. And I and I I hope, dude, like SNL doesn't give in and delete the sketch or like anything like that because they fucking shouldn't, dude. It's like it was a small like a tiny like tag to a bigger bit, which was. This guy, he's clueless, he's fucking up, his music sucks, like, yeah, we told him not to jump, but maybe now it's, like, clear that he should, I don't know, it was a funny joke, and, and just reading how people took it, like, and and I was talking about this last week with, like, with words, it's like, okay, they make that joke, you think that SNL, NBC, those guys had ill intent to be like, yeah, fuck what's going on over there, let me make a joke about that, what it is, is like, it's not that, obviously. And they them making the joke doesn't do anything to differentiate what's going on over there. Like, it's like if a tree falls in the woods, man, like, would you even hear it? It's like they made this small joke. Nothing is going to come from them doing that further, you know? And just so many people, which I believe there's probably, out of all the comments there was, I don't even know how many, there was like over a thousand. Out of that thousand, I really, truly believe 10 people really feel passionate about it the others i gotta say are just bandwagoning like like either they kind of know but you know they're they're more i guess easier to just jump on like a mob mentality style type of thing you know um because that's just all i saw you know and and it's fine if you're upset that you know you can be but don't be like they should take this down or like it was in bad taste. It was a joke, dude. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I guess for those people, it's hard to explain like what it is to those people because they're so serious that they felt like they had to comment on the, on the SNL fucking, on the on the Instagram for this particular sketch. But dude, I thought it was fucking hilarious. These guys kill it every time. They're like, they they have that talent of writing. And doing like uh, new comedic bits every week. I mean, that's fucking. That's got to be tough, you know. So it was, dude. It was a great episode. I I, I love where I, I hope SNL keeps his steam going, especially with guests, maybe musical guests. Like they've been, they've been killing it, man. I mean, that neighbor Gossi. If you haven't seen it, dude, please do yourself a favor. Re like go rewatch that. That shit is hilarious, man. So I don't know, man. I just hope they. Um, they don't delete it. They keep it up there. It's they, they, I'm tired of people apologizing for shit. Like, there was no harm meant in that making of a joke. It was just, you know, they wanted to, you know, it was to point out how clueless the guy was, you know? Just, <laughs> it was funny. I don't know. I enjoyed it, so. But who knows? Uh, if they take it down, it's going to fucking suck. But I think it was a, I think it was a great pick. Dude, it's uh, today's a is a better day again. If you remember, I record these different days, but make it all together into one episode a week. Maybe that'll change. I don't know. But anyways, uh, I I can I can talk better. I can, dude. It's crazy being sick for that for this long. It like. It makes me feel so much shorter to situations in life. Like there's things I can manage and and keep at a distance when it comes to like how I take things, you know, because, you know, I'm I'm running on my normal speed. But like getting sick 
and as, for as sick as I was for this long, it I didn't have time to hear shit to to be around shit. I just wanted to do what I had to do. I was on the minimum, you know. And uh, coming off of it, you know, one thing I realized too was like I was trying to because I had no insurance or whatever. I uh, was I just try over the counter stuff and like. It made me just realize, and I know I talked about this kind of already, but it just kind of made me realize, like, dude, how quicker and better, like, prescribed drugs are, you know? I don't know. But, um, you know, the only time I've ever felt like this, like, where I didn't have time to deal with any of this shit is, is obviously when I'm sick. But, dude, when I was younger, I used to, like... I don't know. I used to take stuff so much more serious when it came to like uh, situations. Like, for example, I uh, like you've ever seen the <laughs> you ever seen Stan the Eminem music video, okay? And I know you have because you live here on Earth and in America, so of course you have. You watched it on Total Request Live when at one point TRL was starting to play the videos, but they, dude. At one fucking point, like, and and yes, I was an avid watcher because it was something to watch when I got out after school. Uh, and then my sister would put on the BET channel right after that, and we'd watch the uh, hip-hop countdown things. But I forgot what that was called. Was that 106 in Park or something? I don't know. But anyways, I, um, dude, at one point, TRL was, like, playing the videos for, like, 15 seconds. No bullshit. And I was, I didn't understand it. I was like, but that's not even the whole video. They'd be like, and this is, you know, Adam's song by Blink-182. And then you'd hear, like, and right when he would start singing, they'd be like, all right, that was uh, Blink-182 with Adam's song. I was like, you didn't, I mean, that was the downfall of MTV, right? But they didn't even play the whole fucking video, man. You know, and then they would have, like, these contests and whatever. I get it, like, at the time I didn't understand it, now I do. It's like that uh, they were they just had to uh, have some sort of, like, reason to still be on. Like, they needed to make money for the, for the ads. They had to have, like, uh, maybe they had an interview that day, so they had to cut time where it needed to be. But it was like... Fucking suck. But you know what, dude? Also, shout out Carson Daly, dude. I um, saw this clip. And look, I know this pod is everywhere, dude. You already knew what this is. Look, this pod is a conversation with me, essentially, in a way. You don't get to talk back, but you get to hear basically what goes on in this dude's head, okay? And so let's just continue. Let, let, let's just let that be known. And the fact that, like, if I jump around it, that's just how my brain works, all right? But look, I saw this clip of Carson Daly, right? And shout out to him, dude. Motherfucking Carson Daly. Dude, he's got a career. He's had a career. I mean, like, how do you... I don't even know where this guy started, all right? All I know is where I remember him from, which is TRL, okay? And then he... That ends, and it's an end of an era, whatever. And then he goes off and he does his own, like, late night show. Uh, what's it called? Uh... Fuck, it was like After Hours with Carson Daly or some shit. Um, let me see. I was going to put that in, but just let me search Carson Daly fucking talk show. I guess it was a talk show, right? Last Call with Carson Daly. Not a bad not a bad title. I liked it. And he would do you know the typical Tonight Show stuff. He would do interviews, celebrities, and guests. I mean, that's what he was known to do. And now, what is he on, dude? I saw him on a clip of something. Um, what's he on now? He's on the... Uh, okay, I don't know what he's on now, but he's 50. Shout out, man. Uh, let me see. I mean, dude, it's just impressive. You know what I mean? Like, the dude has had a career. It's, I I wouldn't know what to do with, like, being a, a host of, of TRL for 30 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that he turned that into what he where he's at now, that's incredible. That's fucking, that's cool. And, like, yeah, I know I have, like, these weird takes on, like, people I don't like versus people I respect. And Carson Daly just happens to be one of these people. I don't know why, dude. It's just because it's, like, 
who else could do that? You know, another one, this one was brought to my attention from fucking Bill Burr, right? The comedian. He has a whole bit about Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Where he talks about, like, we all give Arnold shit or whatever. We, we impersonate him. And he, I think he's like the most impersonated person ever. Like, almost everybody has an impersonation of him or people try to do one. It's, it's just the one, the, the go-to, right? But uh, Bill Burr, one of his specials, talks about, like, how could – imagine you go to another country, become the – like, be known for your accolades and strength, then star in blockbuster movies, then run for the governor of that state, then marry a famous, like, president's relative. You know, like, what Arnold Schwarzenegger did, nobody could do given, like, 100 lifetimes, right? So I guess that's what I uh, – I mean – and apparently, you know, uh, essentially, a lot of the people who are kind of famous have achieved those sort of things, right? In some, in some sort of way, but like you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then you look at Carson Daly, <laughs> the comparisons are off. But look, all I'm saying is that like nobody needed Carson Daly, dude. I don't know how the fuck this turned into like protecting Carson Daly right now, but oh shit. But this is where we're at. Like, but realistically, look, like, if you, like, nobody needed him, right? Nobody really cared. If he went away, it would have been fine. We would have been like, oh, remember that guy on that show back then? Like, yeah, where's he at now? No, that motherfucker had to, like, do it on his own. And I, and that's what I guess I'm, like, commending um, about about him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. But no, and then Arnold, too, that's super impressive. Like, you, you have to admit, like, just going from... uh you're like a bodybuilder, turned movie star, turned political guy. <laughs> and it's all, it shouldn't happen, you know, but it does. And, and I don't know. I mean, whether it be like the them doing it, them putting themselves first and in every way. I don't know. You know, who knows how they do it? I'm just impressed by like, by the, 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 the tenacity, the, the keep the, the, just keep it going when nobody's really not like in those sort of situations, like nobody's really asking you to be there, you know, like you want to be there. Right. Like, cause there's plenty of VJs who were on MTV that you just never hear of. There's, there's so many broke famous people that you don't even remember from that time. You know what I mean? Because back then, I mean, they were paying them, uh, uh, dog shit. Like I think who, who was it? Like Theo Vaughn, he was on Road Rules, and so was Christina P., uh, two comics that were on Road Rules. But, like, they didn't pay him anything because it was, like, they wanted to be on TV and they wanted to be famous. So I guess, like, MTV or whatever was, like, hey, you could live for free on this thing. Oh, they and they actually had to work, too, you know? Like, dude, anyways, holy shit, dude, I got off from I what I was originally talking about. I got into Carson Daly only because of what I was trying to talk about earlier, dude, which was how like when I when I was younger, like uh cuz look, recently I was like I was listening to that song, right, by uh, by Eminem, Stan. And you know, you've heard the song, you've seen the video, and even if you haven't seen the video, it's uh it's the progression of a fan of Eminem going from like honest to like sort of psychotic to full-on maniac right and and then at the end it turns out that like you know Eminem was getting his letters and whatever and it wasn't that serious but I think of how that video and that song and dude watch me stretch the fuck out of this that's how I was younger when it came to like how I handled with problems and shit you know like I was like there was somebody would do something or whether it be somebody I knew somebody out and, and I internally would fucking like I would become psychotic. I'd be like the stand for Eminem. You know what I mean? I'm like I would just be in my head <laughs> just talking either shit to myself or shit about the person like almost killing them in my head quite like the 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 guy in the video. I'd be like, if somebody like did something and I didn't say something immediately, I'm like, dear miss, you don't know how to stand up for your fucking self. This will be the last time I ever consult you. You know what I mean? Just going off of myself inside my head. And then as I grew older, I like learned more patience. I learned like you can't take shit so seriously or to the heart. Um, 
And I, uh, and then I became basically like Eminem towards the end of the video where he's like this dude. It's so funny. Like that video, because he's essentially saying like, Hey, uh, yeah, I am Eminem, but I'm also like, I'm not that guy. I, you know, because there's that one point where he's saying like, I say that shit just clowning dog, <laughs> which is, which is, I love that shit, dude. I love when lyrics are wrote in the moment and that line, like clowning, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a good line for that era. Cause you know, like everybody understood what he was saying, but like now you look back, I mean, and you're like, I say that shit just clowning dog. <laughs> and so, I mean, dude, what a stretch of where I've taken you so far. Okay. We're 11 minutes in of of this portion of the pod and um i've taken you so far somewhere you didn't think you were fucking going and you know what dude this is this podcast i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you i know you've tuned in you're like maybe jr's gonna be informational maybe he'll give me some history lessons dude no okay (laughs) we cannot do that here i'm this this is my talk show dude this is last call with fucking jr on gans all right and no i didn't say my fucking full last name because i don't want to all right but you know, you get it. I mean, I'm sitting here with a pen. I got a notepad here. I, I could be on a fucking talk show, you know? I am fucking everywhere, man. Anyways, okay, look. Um, I do want to talk about something. Let, let me let me get back on some sort of track here. I appreciate you always listening. Here for the... Here for whatever this is, dude. Okay, I appreciate you. Um, okay, look. Recently, too, I know I've kind of... Last week, I know I talked about what, like... How the certain places girls don't want to go, and it, and it kind of felt like I was taking this pot on this like, this is you know girls and guys are different, like how every talk show is or advice podcast is about relationships. It's like, dude, people just need to figure out guys and girls are different. This is obvious, right? I'm I'm fucking captain. Let me put on my captain hat and be captain obvious for a second, because every time I hear these advice podcasts, do they call in and they and they. And they say the question, and it's so fucking obvious on what you should do, right? But so many times we get in our way or we don't think, like, ending it with somebody or, you know, setting up for ourselves or whatever is the right thing to do. But we're we're good at taking the punishment, right? We're good at taking the, the, the slack for everything. And so, you know, one thing I don't want this podcast to be is one political, obviously, two relationship advicey, blah blah blah. There's no time for that. Like, you guys are adults. You got to figure it out, man. You know, I believe in you. You can figure it out. But okay, it's a big but, and I don't want to get it into this boys versus girls thing because it's not that. But but it's gonna be a little bit about that right now. So. I see this clip, right? And again, you know, your boy's a, he fucking just on Instagram. What are you going to do? Okay. I don't download TikTok. I don't want another thing. I'm not going to get it. I feel like, plus everything I found out about their privacy things, I'm like, nah, I'm actually good. But so I see this reel on Instagram and it's this, um, you know, these, these, uh, interview quick portions. It's, I mean, people are smart. They figured it out. They figured, let me go on the street. Let me ask people questions or even like uh, easy questions. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll ask them like, what's seven times two or whatever? Like how many, uh, what do you call it? How many stars on the American flag? You know, they'll they'll give them a bunch of questions. But in this particular thing I'm talking about, you know, you've seen the guys interview the girls. Like, what's what's your ideal man? What's your yada, 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 right? And the girls forever and ever are going to give the wrong answer. Or they've interviewed a bunch of girls and some of them gave a great answer, but they don't want that. They want the clickbaity answers, right? So you, you hear all that stuff, right? And for the most part, you go, okay, these are this is a pretty tame way to interview people on the street or in public. But I've seen this video and it's it's different girls right now the girls who are hosting this particular uh this particular interview question style thing is they're kind of hood ratchets all right let me just put it easy let me paint let me give you the description so you paint the picture 
really fast, okay? They're kind of hood rat. They're kind of ratchet. You know it's it's first gear crash the Altima. You know, it's like, I mean, dude, why do hood chicks all drive Altimas? What is it with Nissan and the Altima that has crashed more hood chicks per capita than any car? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the car made them crash, right? But, like, why is is it an affordable vehicle? Like, what, what's... How much does a, a, a brand new Nissan Altima cost, you know? <laughs> and you already know I'm, I'm Googling. Like, what are we talking about here? Um, I don't even know if it's going to give me a real a real price. Let me see. And then now I'm going to get fucking ads about Nissan Altimas, dude. God damn it. I don't want... The 2024 Nissan Altima 2.5 SR is 32000 Okay, I mean, that's not... You know, I mean, it's not expensive, but I think that's a going rate. But dude, like bitches will be crashing their fucking those rats will be crashing the cars from like 2015, dude, with the check engine light on, tire pressure low, dude. No fucking no windshield wiper fluid, none of that. It's all it's all on its last leg, right? But anyways, uh, so I, now that you got the picture, all right, of these interviewers. The what they're interviewing these guys, and it's strictly guys, what they're interviewing them about is so fucking out of pocket. It's crazy. And I'll, and, and I'll explain why. These girls are going up to guys and are asking them, like, what are you packing? Like, what's your dick size? And so the guys, you know, of course, not thinking what's going to happen next. What do you think they do? Oh, I'm packing seven. I'm packing eight. I'm packing ten. I got, I think even one dude said 12 or some shit, some ridiculous number out there. And look, sure, if you got it, great guy. All right. But whatever, bragging over your 12. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so then the girls go, can I touch it? And what do you think all of them say? Is it a resounding fucking yes? Absolutely. But but for some of the guys, okay, they say yes, but their eyes and their face say, oh, fuck no, this is going to suck. You can just see it. You can just, if you see the video, you see the face goes from like, ah, oh, shit, you know, eight inches, soft, you know, <laughs> and then they go, okay, can I touch it? And now if you're thinking to yourself, well, that's crazy. They must be uh, just grabbing their junk in public outside the sweatpants or pants or or whatever they're wearing. No, I would say to you, no, they're actually going inside and grabbing their cocks. What the fuck, dude? You know, like, dude, I think about in the 50s, in the whatever, 40s, maybe even the 60s. When people were having issues with like, like the Beatles or Elvis on TV because the way Elvis was gyrating, do you understand what I'm saying? And now, like, we fast forward to the future, and women are just like, "Hey, how big is your dick? And if so, can I touch it to confirm?" And guys are like, "Yeah, I mean, look, granted, this is not on TV, okay? I understand that, <laughs> but dude." Oh, and they're grabbing it, dude. And and then what the girls will do is is fucking insane. They'll go like, uh, feels like four. Uh, feels like whatever. Like they'll downplay the guy's dick regardless. Like now the guy in he he's trapped in this scenario, right? Because he can't go. You're lying to these people to these camera. You know he can't pull his shit down and show his you know his cock because what happens? Uh oh, he gets arrested, becomes a pedophile for the rest of his life, has to go live on an island somewhere full of pedophiles, right? No, he can't do that. He's just gotta regard even dude, even if it's true, guy's gotta take the L, you know, even if it's true. She and she just wants content for the fucking video. She could lie and be like, nah, dude's not packing that much, right? And it's like, oh, oh, it's so disgraceful, dude. It's crazy, dude. Now, the reason I bring this up, okay, there are certain privileges guys have and there are certain privileges girls have. I don't make the rules. That's just what it is, right? There are there are benefits to being either, right? You know, 
one side will say, you know, it sucks to be this or it sucks to be whatever. I don't care. I don't got time for it. It's just the, the truth is we all benefit in some way. We don't, we don't, we, in some cases, some people want to benefit like from everything, but you know, it just, it can't happen because you're not that you don't provide a thing that the other sex would provide. Right. And it's, uh, you know, it's just the way it is. Uh, again, I don't make the rules. And if I did, I don't know if I change them, but look, I only say this because there is no way in any way, in any existence, <laughs> anywhere, that a guy with a microphone could go up to a girl and in any way, first off, ask her about her vagina, right? First off, let's, let's, and second, ask either, <laughs> like, Okay, well, okay, dude, what would you, what do you say? Would you go like, hey, uh, what's up? So, you, you know, what are you packing? Like, what? Like, what would you tell a girl? Does it smell? You know what I mean? Okay, let's go with that concept. A guy couldn't go up to a girl and be like, does your pussy smell? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what? And, of course, the girl's going to say no, just like the guy who would say, oh, I'm packing a fucking a big dick. You know what I mean? Like. Well, because you're going to say the answer that you know is right. And even, oh my God, dude, I don't even know where I took a turn for this, but here we go, dude. But even if the guy went in, I mean, dude, just the fact that if the girl said no and the guy said, can I check, would be like cause for arrest, dude. SWAT would come down on the ropes. You know, like, I don't know that fucking sound. They had like a... What is that thing called? A, a, uh, whatever that thing is. And they just come down from the fucking zip line and shit. Like, arrest him. Get him. He asked the girl if he could check how her pussy smells. <laughs> like a bunch of <laughs> just repelling down from nowhere. Dude, like, what? So, okay. So obviously a guy can't do that and a girl wouldn't let a guy do that, right? Because who the fuck is this guy? But how the guy brain works is I, I swear to God, even though they're, they're scared that like a, a girl's about to grab their cock, I guarantee you every guy was willing to say yes to let that girl grab his cock because it's like, hey, this chick's about to grab my cock. Like, dude, I and, and, and it's funny because girls don't understand. They'll never understand just like we won't understand you. Like, we're not you, so we don't know how your brain works. If that same girl goes down the line and asks 100 guys, I'm just saying on a good day, and here at Cynical Op, we generalize, right? I'm going to say 100 guys are going to say, yeah, like, grab my shit. Why not? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. You do that with a guy, reverse that, dude. The first girl he fucking asks, <laughs> you know what I mean? FBI, <laughs> Get out of the ground now. Put the fucking Instagram microphone down. You know, it's over. It, it's just over. It, it won't work. And like what I'm trying to get at <laughs> with, with all of this is like, dude, yeah, like we don't have a lot of shit similar, but we do benefit <laughs> from certain things. And if we just accept that, I think, you know, we had more understanding that, like, a girl could ask a guy, hey, let me grab your dick in public for this Instagram video, dude. I mean, that's not even a privilege. That's just, like, you can do that, right? It's, it's fucking crazy. I haven't done one of these in a while, man, but I've been watching some shows, and I, uh, the uh, the shows that I finished was obviously Loki, man. That one was the, yeah, that one was the one, man. I think like, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe, I guess the people who were talking about it were into it, and obviously and all that stuff. But I, um, I liked it. I, I think Marvel. Again, you know, this is Marvel talk. Do we we get into it sometimes? Uh, and I was talking to uh, my homie, and I was saying, like, dude, it's crazy how at one point DC was looked down as like as the mistake makers, like they couldn't make a good movie if it, if 
I mean, if literally their fucking studio money depended on it. It was just they were trying and they were they were getting somewhere, but then they'd take a left turn and then it all destroyed. But now Marvel's kind of doing that shit, you know, like and man, I know, right? I'm a fucking I'm a grown man talking about like pop culture, but that's that dude. That's what I know. That's what all I fucking care about. You know, like there's a few things I care to talk about and this is one of them. So, but, you know, I think like, uh, man, if you, if you're just doing something long enough, like in, and I include this podcast too, I got to always throw myself into some shit because it's like, I can't talk about like somebody making art and doing something, you know, without also putting myself in the line of fire. Cause it's like, this podcast, it, you know, I'm going to keep going with it. And the thing is, like, I understand that maybe at one point you'll like it and then you won't. You'll stop listening because whatever, I changed, man. <laughs> and, you know, and that's fine. And I and I would either have to accept that either, even though I wouldn't really know who stopped listening or didn't. You know, I love that, too, when I see comments on podcasting, uh, Instagrams or all stop listening this podcast change you know what i mean like do we care about the most stupidest shit it's so good we're like fuck who's who's in, in office right now fuck this podcast for changing you know like the the shit we really care about we'll show up for is so opposite to really what's important but look and and dealing with that like you go and you do something for such a long time I think you're bound to make mistakes. I think you're bound to like, you know, get caught in a in a comfortable zone and and, and just go with that. And so I think that's kind of like what Marvel's done was that like, dude, they couldn't miss for ten years. They didn't miss for ten years. Like everything was kind of a banger. And of course, you can go back and analyze everything and be like, oh, this was weird. This was weird. How did this? You know? But let's just admit, all across the board, it was it was all kind of hits, right? And so. You know, with that being said, I think maybe they got comfortable. Maybe they were like, oh, this is the formula to follow. Just do every single movie like this. And look, we get it. Like, if it's going to be Shang-Chi's first movie, yeah, he's not going to exactly die in the thing. You know, he's going to be the hero in this case. So going into a movie thinking like, oh, this guy might fucking die in this movie. Like, it won't happen. Okay. It happened in Endgame for those characters and, and, and that was it, right? Because it kind of everything needed to come to a close, and and you know things needed to be wrapped up, so it was fine. But like on the first and second shit, in, in Thor's case, like the fourth movie, you know he's not gonna die there. I mean, <laughs> it, it would ha- they would wait for something where they all come together, you know, obviously. But look, Loki. All that being said, Loki is one of those shows. I mean, fucking. Great that it's a show, right? Because I don't know if they could have really... I don't know if he's that great of a character to, like, have a movie over. But the show was great because you can kind of build him out more, right? And kind of like... Which is... I think I do... Which was super important for his character, right? Because he's kind of like this... You know, he's this second to, like, one of the greatest superheroes or, like, sort of like this godlike hero. You know, and he's like a demigod, right? So, like, along with that, anybody can relate to the story of, like, being second best, being the underdog, being, like, close but no cigar type shit where it's, like, you're so close to being a winner, but you just can't because you're always out, you know, um, you're always, uh, fuck, I can't think of the word. You're just not, you're just not able to get there. And so, like, that story is so relatable because it's it's so many of us and people that are like, man, I want to be this great thing or I keep messing up and I want to be great, but how can I? I'm just a screw up or I'm just a... And so like you you look at Loki's story and it's great because it there's like this sort of, for this character at least, the storyline, how it worked out for him and everything. I mean, obviously I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, some people haven't finished it but i'm just saying like for this character for all that i think for tom um hiddleston i think it's great i think this was like a great opportunity for him the show did amazing everybody loved the way it turned out the the visuals like it it was great man i mean 
without giving like a score, I don't really give scores. I just think that like if you haven't checked it out yet, and you're a fan of like all that Marvel stuff. I think you should check it out. So it, it, season one and season two, perfectly like perfectly done, you know. And that's saying a lot because they've released a bunch of other shows that just did not do good. But it's cool. You know, look, life is long. Their time there is long. They can they can always come back. You know, who who's to say? And I dude, I know, I knew, and I know I talked about it. People were waiting to shit on this fucking the Marvels movie. Like they were just it was every lonely guy's boner was just to tear down this fucking movie, and they did, you know. But um, Loki was the upside, I think, to to all that, and definitely check it out. Now, before I wrap up the pod, okay, this last thing I'm going to talk about, and I gotta gotta give a big shout out to the, my homie Trey and Adam and Victor simultaneously because. Okay, in 2000 and, shit, I'll say 14, maybe, no, it couldn't have been 13, maybe, okay, look, when this show started, right, this this anime show, I know, I get it, you hate anime, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, how can people watch the show, and all I have to say is, shut the fuck up, you know, because, dude, look, we all like stuff, okay, you like stuff, and other people find it idiotic or stupid or why would you listen to that why would you look everybody likes what they like right and it's fine this show dude i would put it up against any fucking like hbo show and i say this because the storyline of this show is fucking incredible okay it it honestly the story alone can't hold – I mean, I don't think anything can hold a candle to it, dude. It's it's incredible, okay? The show's called Attack on Titan, okay? When I first even got introduced to the show, it was it was my three friends, and they told me about the show. I was at Trey's apartment. We were hanging out, and they asked me if I'd seen this anime. I was like, ah, I don't really – I mean, Dragon Ball Z was great, you know, uh, but I didn't really watch anything else than that. You have to check this show out. And they were right, dude, because, like, I started watching the show, and much like a lot of shows, these things start off slow because they're trying to build, uh, you know, the characters and for you to, like, really get to know where they are because then that way you can really attach yourself to them, right? Every show does this. They give you multiple episodes to build on a character just so it feels real to you, you know what I mean? And that real feeling really invests you in the show and the storyline and then that way you're like right there with them okay now this show isn't any different in fact it's even more so than that they invest you in these characters so goddamn much you feel like you are them okay that's just period blank i know i said it but dude what a great story what a great fucking time it took like the the details in which they did the story it's incredible so they show me the show uh, nearly when it's made okay it is 10 years later now i've grown a whole 10 years from when i watched this show and we and it finally finished in you know in this this past um i think in october it debuted maybe i want to say early november after 10 years dude this show finally finished and it and, and it is one of the greatest stories i know i've said that like a thousand times forgive me but it it really is like it's this it's this thing of like uh you follow these characters man and and look a lot like game of thrones like where game of thrones really took you somewhere and then unfortunately that last season you know it just kind of seemed rushed i guess you know that being different because like Maybe HBO had execs that were like, we need to wrap this up and we need to do it fast, you know, and maybe they were strained. Okay. I, I definitely, I'm such a, like, I hate to say this, this is going to sound so fucking pretentious, but I'm like a thoughtful person, right? Cause I'll go, I'll see that the game of Thrones, how it ended and I'll go, dude, yeah, but we don't know what the fuck happened behind the scenes. Like what if these execs were like stressing the writers, the writers were pissed. They were like, fuck it. Let's just write it. Let's just end it. You know, who who knows how that turned out? And there's so many collaborative, you know, things that need to go into making a show that you, you just don't know, right? So, 
it, it's very rare when something like this comes along and just really takes you. And I mean, you know, I, and again, throughout the years too, like I, I would watch the show. I'd be heavily invested into it. And then they go on a hiatus cause they were, you know, writing and animating <coughs> the, the show. And so I would take breaks. I would hear of its return and I would kind of lose interest, but you know, I got to shout out my, my homie Trey who kept on telling me to watch it and, and, you know, sometimes it was like pulling teeth, but it was worth the pull because, dude, that the way it ended and and just where it took you. And this show has fucking more twists than M, M. Night Shyamalan. That's all I got to say, dude. M. Night could never hold the, a candle to this thing. And I hope I'm using that expression right. But either way, I still wouldn't care if I did. It's a great show. You should check it out. I know you probably don't watch anime, but, dude, if at least you need like a good like dramatic story dude i 100 you gotta watch this okay i, I mean it's it, you should so but look dude with uh with that that's gonna wrap it up for me for this week um it was a little bit harder of a week sometimes i have these where it's harder for me to to drop an episode dude but fortunately i'm able to i'm thankful that i can because i honestly hate to miss a week it feels like not the same week um this is part of my now routine if i go to work i want to record a pod it's 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 part of my life dude so um i'm thankful i get to i get to post one every week so look thank you for listening i really do appreciate it wherever you're listening to this um like it subscribe to it write a review whatever it asks you to do um and uh yeah man thanks thanks again for listening i'll see you guys next week later